0: Love can come in many forms, so show your love for Better Buddies. And welcome back to Better Buddies for episode five. Remember, our odd-numbered episodes will reveal the clues to the conspiracy theory and the Illuminati connection. Uh, with me tonight, we've got Matt Matthew, again, with his Twitch channel, Matty Misplays, and newcomer, first-timer to the show, Alex. Say hi, Alex. Yeah,
1: uh, hey, what's up? So what the fuck is the,
0: <laughs> the Illuminati shit going on here? Uh, the Illuminati the shit, shit going me. on.
2: I'm the Illuminati. I'm the Illuminati, right, right here, right now. Welcome to my channel.
0: In episode one, we started discussing Illuminati, and uh, hi James. Uh, We started discussing the Illuminati and conspiracy theories, and I revealed my one of my conspiracy theories about how the plumbing industry is secretly controlling a number of major uh, aspects to the world. And all we right. told the audience to pay attention to the odd-numbered episodes, where we would continue to discuss conspiracy theories and the Illuminati.
1: Oh, all right. Well, I'm a, it, really, it sounds like they lied to you. Um, I think they're trying to trap me into uh, admitting that I'm in the Illuminati, but apparently, it's <laughs> not happening. Uh, I'm not a part of it, and let them lie to you like this. Odd episodes, man. Would Would you lie um, to me on an even episode? Um, no. Okay.
2: <laughs> he's not on an even episode he'll never be on an even episode
0: i'll make sure i'm only on odd episodes <laughs> but you're not Illuminati. i'm not no james no. uh thank you for joining wasn't too sure you'd make it and kick off the show oh. we've got the better buddies icebreakers with one that i think i think it's a good question this time oh calvin's joining too <laughs> so many yeah, so it's many friends so loud yes it's loud um, and we've just set a record for the most number of people on with five people at episode five. Now get how ready for that's, people. That's, that's how we do it. On
2: episode ten, we'll have ten people.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> we should, that episode thirty, we'll have two.
0: <laughs> episode one Just wait <laughs> for episode <laughs> Don't 100. only the RJ. <laughs> Poor RJ, hey, I'll
3: live.
0: Better buddies ends
2: with him just being alone. <laughs>
3: oh, is that the
4: best buddy? I feel like that's the only that one. That's very
0: stoic. That's going to be the last episode. Is just me at the computer for an hour talking about the end. Like the rest of the world is on fire. Uh, <coughs> so for the icebreaker, the oh, question okay. is oh, what's yeah, your favorite... S- yes? Hmm? Uh, what? What's your favorite sport or physical activity and why? Oh...
4: Sorry. Right.
0: Does this group
2: even do physical activities? Um, I, have, yeah.
4: I, have, I do. I'm very dear I have one right <laughs> off the bat that I can, I know. Take it I'm away, then.
2: Even, it's it's um, sex for games,
4: obviously. <laughs> yeah. You know me, just getting fucking laid left and right. No, it'd be skiing. Uh, which some say is the fine sports equivalent to sex. So, Matt, you're not wrong. But <laughs> I love, I love, uh, genuinely love like skiing. Um, I've been doing it for like 15. That killed you. Dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. The reason Wait, why I'm laughing, <laughs> The reason why I'm laughing is because somebody told me. Uh, somebody said. Okay, so the South Park episode when they're all... Yes, that's all skiing. I can think of right now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, they're going to have a bad time.
4: They're going to have a bad time. All, bad time. all <laughs> I can think about
2: is, oh, he pizzas when he should... Or he french fried when he should have pizza.
4: <laughs> I've had so many women tell me that before, too. So it really, really lines up. No. It really but, drives it home? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I love I love skiing. I've been doing it for like... 16, 17, maybe 18 years. Um, I've been doing it since I was like five. So yeah, about 18. Wow. And uh, I, I love it. I, I love like the whole experience. It's like one of the only sports I've ever done where I actually feel like like competent, you know, um, and I love like going out for a day on the hill. Then you come in, um, <clears throat> you come into the chalet and you have some food and some drinks and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. Um and plus the places you get to go to ski are really neat too. And then and then you get late.
3: <laughs>
1: ideally.
4: Ideally. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 would probably be my favorite sport or physical activity would be uh skiing.
0: Alright. Yeah. Uh anyone want to volunteer? Yeah.
1: I can hop in here. Um I would say my favorite at sport is uh football for sure i mean i'm a good old american i like i like american football uh yeah. if you have any european listeners yet i doubt i doubt they'll they'll even understand my passion why i have a ravens helmet as my logo on discord but i digress from that um we're gonna we're gonna go over to my favorite physical activity though which is eating um yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> true american through and through
1: <laughs> you gotta eating eat football like like, my favorite drink is beer. Like, come on now. You can't get a uh, give me a PBR right down the road there. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, yeah, no, eating. Oh, I'm being dead serious with It's a good physical activity. Just had a nice burger. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you ever cooked before, uh, it's, it's, it's a physical activity. You got to move around, make sure things are good, stand in one place. You know, you're not sitting on your ass. So, so. it sounds
0: like you can encompass the entirety of watching football in both enjoying watching the sport but also, like, prepping the snacks and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It works out. It does, does the job. Solid.
0: Calvin or
3: Matt, who would like to go next? I'll okay. go. Uh, I'd say my phys- favorite like physical activity would have to be uh, backpacking.
0: All right. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah? You do a lot of yeah. hiking and mountaineering. <clears throat> you did.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could try and do more. Hopefully I will once I'm out of college and I What's, hopefully what? have a little bit of money. And I'm well, living in a place all... that offers it. <laughs>
4: what's one <laughs> place in the U.S. that, like, you'd absolutely love to go? Like, you have, it's not like you missed out on the opportunity, but, like, because I know you said there were places in Utah you really wanted to go.
3: Yeah, I was about to say, it would, def- it would definitely be going back to Utah. Uh, I went backpacking in southern Utah in, like, canyons and stuff. And that's probably the best place I've ever been backpacking. Because, like, it's just empty desert, um, but it's not... It's barren, but it's not barren in the way that like, when you think of desert, you just think, oh, endless sand. Um, Like the Utah desert is a lot of um, bare rock. There is sand, but there's a lot of bare rock and like cliff faces and like a bit of scrub near the rivers. So I really like that and just waking up and like seeing like everything is like this pink glow from like the sunrise and just being out completely isolated and having to literally carry everything you need to survive on your back i think that's just so much fun
0: nice that's really cool and that and there's a bunch of mormons out in utah but they're good people mostly
4: Wow, wow, about as
0: good as anywhere else
4: <clears throat> yeah yeah that's fair that's fair
0: matt what about you um. Wow. I had all this time to think about it. So you chose
2: but, eating.
3: Yeah. Jeez. Still doesn't uh, have an answer. You can't even. No. me. Yeah. Like, food is
2: the best. Okay. Eating is very cool, but I, <laughs> I started doing like a lot of push-ups. Okay. Which it in itself is not. I don't know. It just makes me feel good. That's you know when you do a set of push-ups and then you you go to the bathroom and you flex. That's <laughs> <Yeah. kind> of- <laughs> I have that feeling Exactly. How you? Yeah. Oh my god. It's oh, so and especially funny. the shirt I'm wearing right now. I I have this. Like, super boy, like the Connor Kent t shirt. Yeah. black with the red
3: ass.
2: Yeah, just go in there and flex in front of the mirror. I sound like a total jackass on your podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh,
0: Yeah, Why? Calvin really got him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. It was, yeah, it's really. I don't know. No, it's fair. It's a simple activity, but you feel good afterwards. You feel like you've accomplished something. If I had to pick my favorite physical activity, I'd probably go with swimming. I swam in high school, and it's one of those things where I can just kind of get in a rhythm and get lost in my own head, and I still, you know, do something good Did for myself. you ever myself. find your
3: way out?
4: It's been tough. <laughs> your own I took <laughs> two
0: wrong turns, and I stopped and asked the other guy for directions, and he didn't know where he was. Um, so I don't know who's in control right
4: now. Dude, I haven't gotten in a pool in probably like four years. Three three years, probably. Mm. I used to swim a bit at Milwaukee, but it's just too traumatic. I just, I can't, I'm like... surprised you're so traumatized <laughs> by swimming. It's, I... just, it's just, like, I really did not like the sport. Like, I really okay. didn't like it. I, um, I feel like we I... need to
0: make sure, to, like, clarify here. Was it the sport, or was it the fact that you were the team's bitch for three years?
4: No, 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 no. That was a <laughs> position I... <calling him> <laughs> I filled. I fulfilled that willingly and lovingly, and you should know that. Just um, make sure. sure. How, how could
2: you? How could you not? With all of the all of the people that we know and love that were on the swim team. Exactly. <laughs>
4: no, I, it I, like I think because I loved the team. I loved being on the team. Like I loved the the actual like getting to know the guys and everything like that. It was just the sport that I was like. Ever, Cause you know what it was too. I think anytime you know how you do starts off the block and stuff like that. Yeah. I never got it right. Every time I hit the water, I never hit it right. I always like hit my balls. <laughs>
0: so like, <laughs> I
4: what
1: were you to, doing that you hit your balls? I hey, don't know listen, you don't have a massive nutsack. You just don't
0: understand. I,
4: I just, <laughs> I it's not the size. It's like the lack It's, the, it's
0: lack
2: the fact that
4: James had skinny on
0: thighs that couldn't protect him.
4: It's, it's just, it's just like, I never, I never, so I started out every race, basically my career. Would you jump
1: off like, balls first? I mean, so like, isn't the water like cold? So once your balls
0: shrink? That makes it worse. You'd, 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 you'd think that'd be, yeah. It's yeah. It's the I mean, difference you'd think between that. like something, <clears> like you got a hat hitting the ground or like some loose snow hitting the ground and then you take an ice cube and chuck it at someone.
4: Yeah. The it's more just, condensed it, the
0: harder it is.
4: It just wasn't good and I, I never got enough like oomph off the block. So I never got very far anyway. So not only was I starting with Bruce balls, I was starting like a good, like half a yard away from everybody else. So that was just demoralizing. So (laughs) I I would say, yeah, like I I miss, I I, long story short, I've not been in a pool in probably like three and a half years. Does that count? Uh, hot tubs, I don't count. Mm-hmm. No, hot tubs are Ooh, relaxing well.
0: as hell. Did you not get in the pool when we went hot tubbing that summer? I mean, I, I mean,
1: like, I went hot tubbing like a month ago. Well,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, but I know there was that one day right at the end of that summer when we were working on campus where Calvin and James came to hang out. and we Yeah, went to yeah. Hot tubbing. I, I never,
3: I never went hot tubbing with James.
0: You did because you both bought suits for it.
3: That unless
0: yes,
3: James did. backed that, out, did oh, That was like a year ago. Oh, it was. I'm sorry.
1: That was a really. That was
4: time. a while ago. Yeah, that
1: was because that was the first semester James was out uh, at yep. school. So.
4: Yep. Yeah, that was a good ass time. That was. That, I had no idea that you could get those kinds of uh, hookups in Whitewater. That was. That was. was that, that's just. <laughs> so swimsuit. Swimsuit.
3: Wh- yeah, are you talking about the swimsuit? No, or the ability to go to a hotel. No, because I'm talking. Go to I'm talking about like it like. Because,
4: okay, the thing He's is... He's talking about the that massive awesome of blow. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's
2: talking about his favorite physical activity, which is skiing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about um, the hot tub thing. Because the thing is, like, in Milwaukee, no one would think to do that. Because the thing is, in, like, Milwaukee, there's, like, a lot to do. But when you're in a small town, you have to be, like, creative with, like, amusing yourself. So, like, that was, an, uh, that was a really awesome thing that was, like, nice and chill that I never got to do in Milwaukee. It was it was really fun. I like that stuff.
0: So what you're saying is you were just kind of lame in Milwaukee and didn't know how to take a time to relax.
4: No, I'm saying there was a lot that happened in Milwaukee and, and tubbing was drugs. not was not all, on the all all drugs. drugs. Yeah, it's I was just like rolling like a, around in a bed of heroin. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like Milwaukee. Yeah, doesn't it? Hey, that sounds like certain parts of Milwaukee. I will not yeah, take any Yeah, it's called Milwaukee. The parts
2: that you were in. <laughs> certain
1: parts. No. Let's, let's no. not talk shit about Milwaukee without being correct about it. Milwaukee, <laughs>
4: right? there, there are definitely parts that are bad. I'm not going to disagree with that. But there are definitely also parts that are pretty fucking great. And it sucks mm-hmm. that Milwaukee gets a bad rap. But I swear to God, one of these days I will show you guys around the town and I think you'll like it.
1: The no, the It is. It's a good love city. city. <laughs> yeah, it's also Milwaukee
4: I mean, I there too. So it's it's awesome. I, I I love that city. I think like my honestly, it sounds lame, but like one of my dreams almost is to like if I ever like make it as a writer, is to just have like an apartment in Milwaukee that I go to occasionally. I love that town. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. Really nice. Thanks. Thanks. You know, like, that's pretty
0: cute. In,
1: like Florida or like California. Oh New fuck that. It's too,
4: want... that! That's too hot for me. Oh. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> most people are like, I'm going to go out to New York. I'm going to go out to LA. And I'm like,
1: like I want to go to Milwaukee. Like, get like a three hundred dollar <laughs> a month shitty ass apartment.
4: I love how like, every morning smells like dead fish and cigarettes. That's my favorite. And that's, that's inside the apartment Batman city. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not even something outside. Yeah. All right. What what's what's the topic of conversation today, RJ? What's uh Well, what were you thinking?
0: Sex. sex. Sex drugs and rock and roll. I cool. I was going to start off with the uh, Master Chief collection dropping on PC this week.
4: Oh shit. As yeah.
0: Earlier this week. And by all accounts, it's a little rocky, but people are enjoying it. Have you played it? Uh, I haven't played it on PC. I haven't played it on PC, but just based on the developers' comments on it, they just before it released put out a thing saying, like, okay, we did it, but it took a lot of work because it was never intended to be put onto PCs. So, like, they had to re encode all of the audio for it and. I heard
3: you can't currently crouch and move at the same time, (laughs) and a lot of people are complaining about it.
0: I'm not surprised. I would complain about it. I would
3: complain about that, too. That's a problem.
0: Apparently, uh, in an article I was reading, because of the way they changed the uh, preset field of view Mm -hmm. uh, on the consoles, the crosshairs is actually not centered. It's down a little bit, so that you can see more... In the Mm. field of view, without the gun and arms taking up too much of the screen, but on the PC they centered it, which means like a huge chunk of the screen is taken up by your gun.
3: So you have to go in
0: and manually like resize the field of view or drop it down the uh, crosshair, or the indicator a little bit.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. I I don't know. That that sounds awful. I'm going to be honest. That sounds
2: awful. Yeah. But, no, it sounds great. I mean, I, I actually would enjoy this game. I think that's what was keeping me from the Halo franchise was all these problems. Because <laughs> they
4: weren't you know there. What? You know what? Yeah, I have not played those games. It's just like the gun isn't right on center. So,
2: <laughs> fuck yeah, that. I, want, I want all of my games to be exactly like Destiny.
1: Dude, if it's not like Duke Nukem where I can get the BFG, the big fucking gun, all the time, oh, yeah. I don't want to. Thought that was a uh, Doom. Doom. Yeah, What's Duke Nukem? Duke Nukem's uh, something yeah, else. I think they have an equivalent. Up. I get. I know. He's Basically like yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: Big Gun go boom. When big was, was go the go last? Go. When was the last
3: Duke Nukem game? Forever. Yeah, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, the one that took forever to make. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. the title. <laughs> was it's it awful. It?
1: No, no, so that that game starts with you pissing in the bathroom.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, I remember this <laughs>
1: game. Yeah, yeah, you literally start the scene opens with you fucking pissing, and then you leave this restroom to like two, I think, brawless women coming to give you like just to, to blow you as you're snorting coke. Yeah, so
2: it's, it's, the that I play.
1: it's like the first five minutes, like it's awful, but it like, like if you're drunk playing it, it's still really bad, but like, but you're hilarious. drunk, yeah, you're drunk, like. It's hilarious
4: to play. Because isn't it supposed to be kind of almost like a parody of, like, first-person shooters? Like, uh, I always
3: thought that's how it was marketed. A little bit, like, but it kind of just became <clears throat> a joke of itself. Also,
1: yeah. I think the original Duke Nukem was more so, like, it, the character itself was just kind of like a parody of big badass man. I do yeah. shit. I mean, he looks but like... the gameplay itself was not good. Well, no, the gameplay was fantastic in the first okay. game, but like oh. it, was just, it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't a parody of gun like games in general.
4: Yeah, um, yeah. I'd be interested. Are there any like video games that are like parodies or satires of their specific genre that have done well that not only parody like the dialogue and story, but parody the actual like game mechanics too? Um, that would be kind of interesting.
2: Um, the, Saints Row i think would be the uh, thing because it's
3: the saints row parody it, mechanics too saints row is oh, a parody yes. of gta yeah okay. it, uh, it started as an like a gta clone but it then turned into a parody of gta style games
2: okay yeah. but, so saints row 4 is what i what comes to mind when i think of um saints row because that game is like hilarious like it's like GTA, but if you could, like, super jump over buildings.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's when because that, like, that's what you can do. Was, yeah, Saint, <laughs> was Saints Row 4 the most recent one done? Um, yeah.
0: Technically. I think so. They had a I mean, knockoff from the same company. Uh, it was called, like, Gosh. Agents of Mayhem, I think. Oh,
1: oh I think I I Wikipedia page opened up with oh every god. parody video game ever made probably <laughs> eighty one <laughs> right. of them. Oh, somebody
2: shit. who actually does research <laughs> in this podcast 80, <laughs> 80, 80, 80, eighty
1: one of them. I was I was way too curious. Um, and these look like, all at like Bubsy's on here. If you guys know what Bubsy's Bubsy. a parody, a Bubsy three D. Bubsy visits James Terrell retrospective. I have no <laughs> fucking. Oh my god, what the fuck is? That? <laughs>
0: What the heck? See, I knew the Bugsy franchise, but...
1: Earthbound's a parody. um, Really? A parody game. Yeah, technically. I mean, you're using, like... It's like a real-life JRPG. Huh. I mean, Fat Princess... Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Yeah.
2: Uh, All right. Oh, yeah. I can see that, actually. I haven't
0: played it, so I wouldn't really I mean, it's know. it's a play on those, like, super over-the-top campy action sci-fi things where everything is pseudoscience because it's awesome. And okay. it, it was good if you just accepted it for what it was, but it wasn't anything unique. Like, it was really more of a DLC than a full game. It
3: was DLC. It was DLC. Okay. It was more of like an arcade game of uh, Far Cry Three.
4: Yeah. What 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 games or like franchises do you guys think have become like parodies of themselves? Like without (laughs) exempting Duke Nukem, like that have like become parodies of themselves almost like unintentionally. I would almost say Doom. I could see Doom Mm. is being viewed as like no, No,
0: because Doom
4: rebooted. Yeah, And and it's gotten some pretty good reviews and
0: stuff in terms of, like, the new ones.
1: I mean, Mario Maker is basically a
0: parody of Mario. That was so they could make (laughs) Mario games without having to make Mario games.
1: (laughs) That's what they said. They're like, I guess, is that a step back, technically? So is Mario a parody of Mario
0: Maker? I don't know. Whoa.
2: That's crazy. Whoa. This is too real for me. I gotta bow out.
4: Holy shit!
0: Would Stanley Parable count as a parody?
3: No, that's more of an essay on games Okay. Yeah. Into a, it's like a playable essay.
0: God, I it's have to like, see it so badly right now. I just. I would say it.
4: that's like yeah, it's it's like a postmodern game because well, no, like,
3: it legitimately was a essay about video game design that they then turned into a playable game to demonstrate an yeah, essay.
4: And that's and that's what I'm saying is like because like postmodernism is all about like deconstructing and like reconfiguring and showing that like established forms are only established because they've been, like, accepted. So it's like, not it, a
0: postmodern video game. It's a postmodern essay. Uh,
4: it's a, I would still call it a postmodern game based off a postmodern essay. Because it's like, isn't the, the – how is it constructed again? Isn't there, like, a narrator?
0: There's a narrator, and it narrates whatever your choices are and will, like, narrate the situation you're in. But it will change yeah. based on the path you take.
1: It will okay. judge you for your actions as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just like me.
1: <laughs> we always judge you.
0: <laughs> oh Matthew. How dare you Matthew. Be judged. a judgy person.
1: Actually seriously though, if we go back to that question, I think Sonic would be probably
0: Yeah. Miriam itself. I mean, well, yeah. what was the last like, good Sonic game? unintentionally. Uh,
4: Sonic 06. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, Sonic and Mario the Olympic Games. Aren't,
2: <laughs> aren't
0: they just making just a that? A parody yeah. movie
4: about it's not even a parody. It's like a legit movie. Sonic, I know mean. that was a joke. It's oh, I, I mean, they redid oh, the I'm design. Sorry. and It actually looks. That's good. That's not on you. That's on
1: me, dude. I really hope Big the Cat gets in it. That's my. That's my hope.
4: <laughs>
0: it's not gonna, dude.
4: They don't even have tails <laughs> in it. Wait, for... wait, 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 wait. What's up, James? What do you guys think about the fact that they like redesigned Sonic? I oh, think dude. it's great. They're a bunch of bitches. That's what. That's <laughs> really what
3: it is. <laughs> Like, Yeah. No, 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 you you. I saw some people saying that now that they redesigned it, they're less likely to go see it because when it was terrible, they're like, "Oh my god, that's terrible. Let's go see it." But now it's like, "Oh, that looks kind of like the Sonic looks good." So it just looks like a generic crappy video game movie. I no longer care.
0: Uh, see, I wanted nice. I want to go see it more now because I wanted to see it for Jim Carrey. And now I also want to see it for Sonic.
3: Oh,
1: no, I wanted to see it for Sonic's bad design and get a good laugh or two out of it and pay $5 on a Tuesday to see it. That's what I was in for. Now I don't even want to see it.
4: Have there really been any good video game movies? Like, would Pokemon... Uh, no. Would, would Detective
2: Detect- Detect- Pikachu yeah, Detect-
3: count? Detective Pikachu like, is good. I barely count that as a video game movie. Yes, it's based on a video game premise, but... No, based it's based a
2: video game. game. There's it's a based Detect- the- Pikachu video game... That they based that movie off of. So does that count? Yeah. That huh. 100% yeah, counts. What about a... I mean, I, you can't just like say, oh, that doesn't count because it's Pokemon. It's the biggest um, media franchise in the world. Like... Uh, no, hang on. It, hang on. It'd be,
3: I think you, I oh, have... It's a just,
2: Oh, It would be terrible. Be
3: terrible.
2: But was is it good a, though? Was it no, a, though? No, like, it was bad. It was a bad it movie. was,
3: was okay. Okay. Wasn't uh, Jack
0: Gyllenhaal in that? Probably. Yes, which is unfortunate
2: because it was a bad movie. What a hunk.
0: We all know that the best video game movie of all time, hands down, bar none, was Pixels.
4: Oh yeah, Well, yeah, I obviously, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, Adam Sandler's been turning out solid gold since 1993, so obviously RJ. He literally shits Have you seen it.
0: his newer stuff? His
2: newer yeah. stuff is like, like his Netflix stuff is kind of okay. No, I I'm actually not. not that not the old new stuff, but
4: like the new news. <laughs> no, <laughs> are you talking boy. about like the his like specials that came out, or oh like the Meyerowitz stories movie. Stop, or stuff like stop. that?
0: Shut this down! Shut this down right no, now! No, close up! Box it in! We're done. A, this is a movie. This is a movie. It's, it's fine. More
4: about a specific celebrity, Because I actually like I I I definitely jump on the Adam Sandler like hate train, but I think it's I, I think it's. I think it's funny to hate on him. Like, it's not like I think he's made bad movies before for sure, but he seems like a decent enough guy. And the, the question I always pose is like, cause people rag on him for like, oh, all he does is get together with his friends and make shitty movies and go on vacation while they I'd shoot. I would do that if I, I, yeah, that
2: like if I was a like,
4: if you didn't have the the chance to do that, are you telling me that like you wouldn't? Like you told every most people totally would. Like you get paid a shit ton of money, and it's all his he the the genius thing it's all through his own production company so he gets most of the profits from those and products.
3: they do it for low budget and everyone's gonna go see it because it's be so
4: anime. yeah, yeah. And, and because they're his friends like i'm not saying like they're gonna take pay cuts necessarily but he probably doesn't have to pay them as much as like if he was just doing it with like random actors, you know, because they probably also so they work probably, for
2: they for you, their, probably pays them a fair amount. Like they probably oh yeah, it's really mm-hmm. a like, they probably, oh, yeah. <laughs> them, like, pretty good.
1: And then say, says, "Here's here's here's a little some money on the side."
4: Mm-hmm. I think that's what I
1: imagine would
0: happen. Yeah. Plus, like they also get to go on vacation too.
4: Yeah. Exactly. I mean. I actually – and the thing is, too, like, hot take, I actually don't think the two grown-ups – well, I've actually only seen the first grown-ups. You can't talk shit
0: about the second one then because I'm pretty sure it beat out Pacific Rim. Oh. No,
2: the second the second one was kind of uh, – it was kind of okay if you, like, took it for what it was, which was a shitty Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. <laughs> as far as shitty Adam Sandler movies go, Grown-Ups 2 is kind of okay. We Honestly – Talk about Jack
1: and Jill, though. Oh,
4: no. No. <laughs> no, we
0: cannot. We will not
4: talk about that movie. There's a – um, do any of you guys know about? I, I know I've showed like Matt, RJ, and Cal. I guess so. I'm just talking to Alex. Alex, do you know who? Red- <laughs> wow. I've showed
3: everyone except for one person. Yeah.
4: Right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. But do do you guys remember know who Red Letter Media is? Oh know? yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. My uh, my mates watch the shit out of them, so I've seen yeah.
4: of their shit. They have, like, when Jack and Jill came out, they did, like, a two-part episode about it where they kind of, like, broke it down. Bless you. And they broke down, like, the movie. And it was, like, fascinating because, like, their whole theory... Because that movie was made for, like, a shit ton of money. Like, the budget was insane. But the movie doesn't look like it. It looks very cheap. And on top of that, there's a shit ton of product placement in it, too. So there's a big theory that, like, Adam Sandler and his friends essentially pocketed most of the budget and then just kind of like made the movie and walked away which i mean it's his movie it's his production company so it's like i mean i'm not gonna fault you for that but it's it's interesting um i just feel bad that they got al pacino for that i don't know how he got (laughs) roped into it but he did
1: (laughs) Uh, they must have like some kind of uh, we were we were we actually me and my roommates watched jack and jill as a drinking game it was horrendous Oh, um, but we think just because of what role Al Pacino plays in that movie, we were like, he had to have had some kind of dirt on his
4: ass. Like, yeah, <laughs> like and there there's, was, something,
0: there was there's, something
4: there's no way. To, yeah. Like, there's no way that Pacino didn't know what he was like getting himself into. Like, I, I don't buy the whole like, oh, Pacino just didn't know. And like, they sold him on the wrong script. And it's like, no, he knew the fuck what was going on. Like. I, th- I think he knew yeah like
2: i think like, they all know i think they're just all so like rich and like famous at this point that it doesn't matter what the fuck they do like they just they just do it they're just like
1: what dirt do you think adam Sandler had an al pacino to get him to do that movie
0: that's why He
2: probably literally called al pacino up and said hey you want to do a shitty adam Sandler movie and al pacino <laughs> was like honestly Yes, I need to do at least one before
0: I well, end my career. <laughs> here's, here's my question because I haven't seen the movie. What role does he play in it? Oh,
4: Jesus, well, this is cool. He's,
0: that's
4: a good he, is, he is Jill's. So he is. Because Ad, Adam Sandler plays both Jack and Jill. That's the whole yeah, gimmick yeah, of the movie. Okay. So he is uh, Jill's love. So he's essentially Adam Sandler's love interest in the movie. And it's not even like Adam Sandler's twin sister, who is Adam Sandler is in love with him, like, the weird thing is that she doesn't like him at all and does not pick up on all the hints that he's dropping. He is, like, infatuated with her. From the moment he sees her at, like, a Lakers game, he's, like, infatuated. Like, he loves her, so and he wants to, like, why. be with her.
1: This is why there's some dirt on this shit, because, yeah. like, there, there's no way... If if my friend, I, I don't even know if Adam Sandler and Al Pacino are friends on the record. I have no idea. But, mm-hmm. like, even if my friend called me up, like, that's the only person I would do that shit for. Like, I have this shitty movie idea. You're going to be my love interest. You're going to want to bang me. What the fuck is wrong with I'll you? Do it for guys? the
4: story, man. I, I would bet that Adam Sandler gave him, like, a pretty fucking good check. I would bet that they cut him a pretty good portion of whatever, like, because whatever they definitely stole? didn't. Yeah, I whatever of the budget they didn't use, which was quite a bit. I would bet that they gave Pacino like quite a bit. But I also wouldn't be surprised like that. Pacino and Sandler just know each other. Um, They do operate in like different spheres, but like people in Hollywood, like who you wouldn't expect, you're not friends with with their rivals. Like yeah, you're not going to be friends with a bunch
0: of other comedians who play similar parts as you because they're going to be gunning for the same part. Well, You'd no, no. be friends with serious actors though. who don't care.
1: No, that's that's the thing with Adam Sandler though. He's friends with like all those comedian actors. Like that's the thing. He that's was like because boss.
2: Well, cuz he works he he has worked with them for a, like Yeah. He he's been active since the 80s, right? So
4: Basically, yeah, doing stand-up and stuff like that cuz I think he joined SNL in like the late late 80s or the early early 90s. I like, can't remember like, how long he was on. Maybe. I don't know. He was on for like 3 maybe. or 4 so, Yeah, he yeah. he was on for a while, but he was on during like the golden age of the 90s when it, like him, David Spade, Chris Barley, I'll even throw a Rob Schneider in there, like Phil Hartman, <laughs> like all those guys. Like it it honestly, the amount of talent that was present at that show at that time was kind of insane. And now most of them are, are either hacks or they're dead, which is unfortunate. Or but, uh, I know. I know. Poor Chris Farley.
2: Yeah. I mean it's what happens he's from me. Milwaukee too.
4: He is from Milwaukee. He I think he actually went to Marquette.
2: Yeah, he did. Oh, my he my did. dad actually had a like theater class with him.
4: No fucking way. Are you serious?
2: I'm serious.
4: Holy <laughs> shit! Did you ever hear any stories? No, N- no, <laughs> no,
1: <laughs>
2: no. But that, i was just wondering. Like,
1: like, yeah, this one time, Chris no, Farley, and my but, theater man, man like, just was like, "What?"
2: Like, like his character in Tommy Boy—that's literally him. Like Chris Farley didn't go to his classes. Like, oh, okay, so he showed I, up so I don't know how to. Well, my like...
1: freshman year, we met Chris Farley's brother because he came in to that fucking planet purple. Like, you know, that fucking introversity classy at the fucking, like, you don't have to take what they Wait. highly
0: recommend you yeah. to take. Yeah, I went to that same year you did. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I, you were in a different class in my class. Um, they, they had Chris Farley, his brother, which I cannot remember his fucking name for the life of me. Probably, it's probably
0: something
1: real- What? <laughs> <It's> probably <something laughs> Farley. Yeah, probably. But he was talking about how his brother was like no different than like what he acted on TV. He was just the same guy and people just found him funny. That's all he was like. So I don't know if that's true or not, but he was, he was like, came in and he was like, yeah, for the Chris Farley uh, foundation, you should come and donate for us. I know Chris
0: Farley. He's my brother. I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris Farley's brother. Are you talking about a John Farley, a Kevin Farley or a Tom Farley Jr. Tom Farley. Okay. Pretty sure that was the
4: guy. All right. Um, I remember, I remember we were talking about before how we didn't want this to be a movie podcast.
3: And RJ now do. it's the
4: movie. Now, it. Yeah, now we should we should probably... I still blame I feel, James. Should, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, 100% James is full. I'll apologize. I'm, i am sorry. really Turn it around. I'm going to
1: apologize. You no, can't what? edit this out. You can't oh, edit this Oh, out. I won't.
4: <laughs> what? Okay, what What do you think? Uh, RJ, you're the moderator slash host. You pick something.
0: Well, thanks for the... uh I'm just going to throw it at me. Thanks for the wave. Please? Or uh, I could... Hey, I Alex, what was an article you wanted to talk about. Oh,
1: which I didn't want to talk. I said I was going to go scroll through Facebook and no, the, the super
0: abstract one from the podcast you were listening to.
1: Oh shit! Oh, there's nothing. There's nothing on my podcast today. It was sad. Uh, we we're talking about a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> but oh, we are Speaking of podcasts, though, um, mm-hmm. my fucking YouTube recommendations keep pulling up videos of uh, the McElroy's, like TV appearances. Dude. I don't watch on. But, like, my whole recommendation list, I, really, like, I don't even know dude, how they fucking know I listened to The Adventures they they I don't even everything. look it up. Oh, on it's YouTube. all it's been, it's it's
4: That's all been happening connected. to me, too. That's been happening to me. Not just their TV appearances, but just, like, random compilations of them. And that's been happening to me, too, over the past
0: Dude, are they taking over the movies? world? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: Why not?
0: They have a TV show. They're big Hollywood famous now. Speaking of them, though, have you guys looked at your Spotify uh, 2019 year interview thing yet? uh about my music it tells you your music and your podcasts and i have listened to fifty-three thousand plus minutes of the mcelroy brothers on just my brother my brother and me i'm sure they're
4: they're so funny they're like like i usually don't like that type of humor but i don't know they make it work i i I like them quite a bit they're very good improvisers they're really good
0: well it's because the only rule is yes and
1: they just sound like three brothers shooting the shit, and that's what I like about them. I mean, it's kind that's
0: of what they are, though. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: like <laughs> I should hope so. I like what they are. They but
3: not only because they
2: are
1: that. Like, but the thing is, like, there's other people that would like you could listen to some brothers talk, and it would probably feel a lot forced, but it doesn't well, feel forced. It yeah. probably
4: helps that they all they all have like some kind of theater or like entertainment background because their dad their dad was like that. He's a radio, radio host for their. Yeah, so, like, they all got involved in theater. Like, I think, I want to say Griffin was actually named.
0: He was named, like, Um, oh, what was it? Because he was saying it for years on the show as his intro. He was a uh, 30 under 30 media luminary.
4: That's it. I knew it was a 30 under 30 list, yeah. I feel bad because I've only listened to The Adventure Zone. I started listening to, uh I listened through their whole, um the fantasy one. I didn't listen Which to. I listened. The, the, the one with like taco and oh,
0: the first one. All, balance.
4: All yeah. The first one I didn't listen. I listened to a bit of the, um, the other one that took place in like Virginia oh, or something uh, yeah, like that. Um, amnesty That's it. Yeah. And I think I want to try and get back into it. Cause I really like them, but for some reason, it just, it just didn't grab me as much, but I, I um, don't know. That that's probably just a me thing.
0: Amnesty was pretty good in the long haul. Uh, the early episodes, it was a little rocky, but by the end, they really nailed it. And then right now, uh, Travis is the DM for another fantasy one called Graduation, where they're going to fucking basically college for adventurers. How I how,
4: hate it! Is he not a good DM? He's like,
1: a great DM. I just fucking hate the con. Like, oh my god, it's really a <laughs> hit or miss concept. It's it's bad radio. It's bad radio in my opinion. The concept is bad radio.
4: What do you What do you think makes it like? not Uh, like their other because like you'd think that like a fantasy one even though there are a slew of dungeons and dragons you think it would translate well what do you think like doesn't make it translate as well for you than some of their other ones
1: yeah oh my my like i don't like there's only like two or three episodes
4: right yeah
1: yeah, the only reason that i really don't like it is just it's it's travis introducing these characters and not really focusing on the main like the player characters Okay. And I think that's my biggest problem with it, um, because, like, the player characters do interact with these other characters, and, yeah, the character player characters are developing their character that way, but it feels like Travis as the DM himself, which is not a bad thing, necessarily, if you're just playing with a bunch of fucking friends, because who gives a fuck, but, like, when you're trying to make it, like, into radio, like, he's making these other characters seem like the bigger focal point than the three main characters at hand. I can um, kind of see that. It just bothers me a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was it's definitely a, It was definitely a misstep because particularly the first episode was on, like over an hour long, and they touched on the player characters hardly at all. Like Griffin you know was the their name, one, That's it. And they did a little bit more with episode two, but it was still because of the school setting. They wind up going to different classes and doing different scenes and. There's really no natural need for them to explain their backgrounds or like get into the characters as much, compared to oh we're adventuring together we're going to naturally learn more because we're always around each other and always going to be making these decisions with each other. Okay. Like in episode Uh, two. I'll um, just
1: divert this real quick because I I went on Spotify after you said that you have your podcast. My, my Spotify has my top songs from 2016 on here. How
0: many of them are from AJR? <laughs> uh, 2016? Sorry, sorry. 2019 is, would be that. 2016, my, my yeah,
1: 2016, it shows, it shows so the I'm entire like, I'm decade. I was scrolling through this, trying to see if my music taste has changed, and 99% of it hasn't. But then I saw the one band that I have not listened to since 2016, and it's called From Ashes to New. And oh my God, are they an awful band? And I do not know why I listen to them. I even I own their album. like... I was like <laughs> And I was like, I was like, why the fuck? Nice. So I guess this could bring up a new topic of like maybe what songs
0: you guys. Well, when I looked at my thing, I got Spotify back in like 2014, put two songs on it, and never used it again until 2016. And then from there, barely used it in 2016. Used it a shit ton in 2017, 18, and 19. Like went from like 8,000 minutes to 80,000 minutes of use. Holy shit. And in twenty in like the entire decade, my top songs I think all five were from AJR were the most played songs
4: in the last three years. Yeah, I I don't use Spotify, but I do use Apple Music, and they like it. So you're a nerd. I like I like Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound quality actually, if you measure it, is like a little bit better. Um, and they do. I can't remember. I I think Spotify might have more songs. Um, but I can't remember. So um, Apple you know, like, is isn't interior. Apple is it just like iTunes? Yeah, it is. No, it's like yeah, it's like it's a iTunes. different version of iTunes. It's it's iTunes, but it's like a separate branch. Like it's hard to explain because it's not iTunes. Like it's hooked up to your iTunes account, obviously, but it's it's
0: iTunes rebranded. I don't know. It's
4: like different. Yeah, it's like iTunes 2.0, I guess. But it's nice. Like I I, I enjoy using it, but. Um, I think it's cause I just didn't want to pay for Spotify premium, which I don't honestly, it's the same as, as, oh, I, I so I do have a Spotify. It's just, I don't use it.
1: Mm. I mean, but, if you work at the place that we work at, oh my God.
4: Everyone has Spotify. Yeah. All of us. Oh no. I, I, I use like, like all my Apple music stuff. Like I, I love Apple music. Like I get like, I think you speed, corporate shill. I oh yes. yeah, Spotify is. <laughs> <laughs> come on, no, I think I think Spotify is like the sleeker, like cool, it does look it's like cool it's tip. got a better. It's got a better image to it. I like Apple Music though because it's just what I've been using, so it's more of a user bias than like anything else.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Calvin, like, tell us about Google um, Play Music. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, don't you not Google Play. I'm
2: not. I'm telling you to
3: tell us about it. You use Google Play music. I do. It's really good. Honestly. What? What? Quite a few. No, it's honestly not too bad. They
4: have like a lot of the songs. Like, I don't know if I've ever, maybe once or twice I've requested a song from Cal when we've been listening in the apartment and they haven't had it, but like very few, you know?
3: Yeah, hmm. I, I it's got all the music that I need to listen to. I can create playlists. I, I don't typically listen to playlists, though. When I listen to music, I just, usually just put on an entire album, and then I just listen through the album. So it just works for me like that. Well, I like that. Or I, or, I, or I put on the uh, the like radio where it just plays random songs in a genre or whatever the radio is like. And so I typically listen either of those ways. Speaking of albums, did anyone listen to Kanye's new album? No. Please.
2: Please Kanye talked about Kanye enough for Kanye to no.
4: The Jesus we're not is King. It. Oh that is talking about it. That album was awesome, dude. That's so it might be cool.
2: awesome, but we're not talking about it. Uh, we're, not, we're not making this a like Kanye, Kanye
4: you know what, you know, cast. Matthew, you wanna talk about
1: the Great song of mm-hmm. Follow God. Why, Matthew? Hey,
4: well, uh, <laughs> hey, it sounds like you're slandering both God and Kanye. <laughs> really? you the same person. They could be the same person, Alex. Come on.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, I, wait, wait, I, wait. Here's a song called On God. Like, is it talking about him fucking God? Probably. Like, no, me.
2: that's not. Kanye okay, is maybe. Maybe. It's, it's, he's
1: so, no. on God. He follows God and then now he's on God. Kanye's a total... Like, I'm
4: telling. Dude, I'm telling you, it's bizarre, but like, because it's, he belongs to like a group of celebrities and they're some of the most influential like media personalities in the world. Like, it's him, like, RJ. What? The Kardashians. It's the Illuminati. This no. is the oh reference we to No, no, no. For. But, well, <laughs> but hold, hold on. This is what's interesting is like, it's him, the Kardashians, and then it's like so Justin it's Bieber, Haley, Haley Baldwin. And I know there's like other people, Wait, but Baldwin? they all. Yeah, Haley Baldwin. Like, I don't like, know who like,
1: that is. The, the little shit that Justin uh, Bieber is.
4: Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. They,
2: she married Justin Bieber, I think. Okay. And
4: and they all go to these, like, mega churches out in California. They, they, like, attend mass every Sunday or something like that. And I don't know what denomination it is, but it's insane because, like, these mega churches are headed by, like, three separate guys and they run, like, different branches of them. And it's insane because these, like – These pastors have a huge following on social media and there's all these paparazzi photos of them like walking and talking with like these different celebrities and stuff like that. And a lot of like these celebrities have, have essentially said, uh, yeah, like, you know, meeting so-and-so has really helped me change not only the direction of my career, but the direction of my personal life. And it's, it's fascinating. They're all like, I genuinely think there's early like political think tanks, or like sociological think tanks that are predicting that within the next 50 years, we're going to see like a swing to conservative and traditional values. I don't mean conservative, like politically, but conservative in the social sense. Yeah. We're going to see a big swing in that. I don't think that takes a things to
0: figure out. You just have to look at history. It repeats itself. It's on a pendulum. It swings back and forth. No,
4: but I know, I think that's what's the crazy thing is, is like you in, this country right now, you wouldn't expect that, but it, it's really starting to go that way. But it's not like it's not like they're trying to do like a revamp of like 1950s, like nuclear family, everyone going to church on Sunday. It's like a new, updated version of that. I think I think that what stuff do you mean is by just
0: updated. Like, How do you update that without
4: creating well, because, it because it's updated purely by the by the people who are now attending to like attending these services and then like extolling like the virtues of God or whatever. on um, like, and that's the thing too, is like a lot of famous, like a lot of very influential and powerful like rap artists are vocally, very religious like chance the rapper is kendrick lamar is kanye is there's a bunch who are it's kind of insane like
1: well, i mean a lot of people are still religious
4: it's no
0: not. so it's and, like, we're gonna be the next he, generation of hippies in 50 years when we're all like
4: hey man it's all good without a doubt Without yeah, a no, doubt. have you not no, seen that, what a generation's doing no and that's and that's what's fascinating too is like i i had tiktok for a while like a
0: Okay, get off that. Get off that no, I, I
4: deleted it. Get like out. I deleted it a, a few like weeks ago because it was a huge time suck. But what's fascinating is one of the most popular or one of the more popular jokes on it was like a uh, there was like there was one that was uh, constantly coming up on my feet because it was like super popular. It was like a classroom full of guys. They're in like a typical college classroom. And one of the guys is at the head of the classroom, he goes to a whiteboard and the whiteboard just has the word sex written on it and he points to it and he's like what do we think about this and the class is like yeah and then like, he goes over to another whiteboard and he has it on it is written premarital sex and he's like what do we think about this and like all the guys are like oh disgusting and like they start like flipping over tables and like throwing chairs and shit like that and it's like it's insane to think about like that's a joke but like what that joke signifies in terms of like a, a slight shift in terms of like popular thought huh. towards relationships where it's starting to skew more traditional is fascinating. Or, so
0: by the time we finally I mean, figured feel- study
2: they did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they did a study about um like how our generation and the younger generation like uh, it was called like the Tinder generation like turns away from like casual sex or whatever like mm-hmm. that was the article title and, and they did a study where like a lot of our age and younger were not like looking for that promiscuity we're looking for like meaningful relationships and like healthier relationships and just just better relationships in general that hmm. aren't sexual
0: so you're telling me that I've spent all this time trying to get a handle on something that doesn't exist. Yes. You're, we've been doing it wrong. That's why I have wasted the last three in. years of my life.
4: No, but that that's the thing is right now you're, we're all coming of age. What? That we're all coming of age in like a time where that's like, now it's starting to become more of a thing. Like people are genuinely like this cycle we've been in for 50 years of like sexual liberation and like, freedom of your body and stuff like that, which is great. Like, it's definitely put forward some really interesting and, like, good ideas that have been incorporated into the culture. But I don't think it would be a stretch to say within the past, like, 15 years, especially with the advent of, like, dating apps and, like, the complete breakdown of, like, traditional relationships um, because of those, like, apps and because of the intrusion of the internet. Like, I I totally agree with Matt. I, I could see that totally swinging the other way where now people are like really going for more just traditional relationships and they really do they're they're tired of like because now relationships have become like junk food it's like it's so easy to for a lot of people to get them where it's like you're wrong but okay no but for most people like for the people obviously it would be it's easy for people well, okay, I'm saying... So for the, James has just said so that
0: none of us are normal, or most people I'm, were the outliers. Hold I, on, hold th- on. It's not hold on. a bad thing. Don't speak thing. for me. Don't speak for me here. All right. Okay. <laughs> Every, the three of no, no, us, no, no. as in myself, I, Calvin, not, and Matt. I'm not no, talking about... Yeah,
2: I'm myself not, and Calvin. I was Thanks, Drew. Yeah,
4: I'm, so. I'm not talking about anyone specifically. I'm saying for most clearly there's a majority of people who gravitate towards the like online dating scene through the apps, because those apps would not exist if that audience wasn't there. But now, like it's fascinating because I remember like six or seven years ago, there were all these articles about, oh, this is the new future of relationships. These dating apps are going to totally change how people view each other. And for the most part those articles were written in a in like a positive light. It was it was interesting. It was um they it was like they were just talking about, "Oh, this is great. Like people can go meet each other. This is awesome." And now we've reached the point at the end of the decade where people are just burned out cuz you have all these options and and it's, it's just like exhausting. You know Yeah,
1: well, I mean it is. It is if you it look is. at it that way. You you really think about there's just too much. It's like when you're w- like watching TV or playing a video game when there's just too much fucking shit going on. And you have no idea what the fuck is going on at that point. That's literally what's happening in our
4: dating scene. Like, yeah, that's, like, there's, that's too like a channels, there's too many channels.
0: There's too many options to choose from, so you choose nothing.
4: Yeah, and because it it just and and the thing is too is the people who are rewarded the most from because those dating apps don't focus on. You know, we like we talk about like, oh, like if you if you're worrying about your personality, like, oh, people really only care about looks and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. OK. On those dating apps, that's very true. But those are the characteristics that are rewarded on those dating apps is 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 the superficial stuff is is what it, what do they look like in their photos? Barely anybody reads bios. I mean, we all know this, like yeah. barely anybody reads them. So that I think people now are turning really more, especially kids around our age, give or take like five years are really genuinely turning away from that because it's just like, yeah, like I think she's really cute, but I've, you know, you're going to have some of these, like, high school guys and girls who are coming up into college now where it's, like, they've probably been on Tinder dates a shit ton. Like, can you imagine – was Tinder even out when we were all in high school?
1: Yeah, there was. It was At yeah. okay. least when we were
0: – Seniors. Oh, junior. juniors,
4: Junior. We so can you imagine, like, being in high school when Tinder is, like, big? You know, because Tinder didn't get big until probably about – I would say three to four years. Yeah, but not, came out.
1: they're technically not allowed to use Tinder unless you're 18.
4: Well, yeah, but I mean, how yeah, many? Not, I you're, yeah, not enough. You can use fake being 18. No, but like, if two minors have consensual sex, like, what? What's the charge for that? You know, uh, like if
0: I think the older one is charged with statutory rape. Yeah, it's no, so it's. Right.
2: It,
4: I thought it was only statutory if they if one of them was 18. Nope. No, um, really? No, yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure it's both. It's both yeah. kid, sex offender. That is fascinating. Depending, I didn't, depending I didn't on know the parents, that. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the parents have to report it, though. Yeah. That's
3: the thing. Like it, any charges in have their to right be mind
2: wouldn't
1: fucking report that, though, because then you're just making your kid a sex offender.
3: Yeah, well,
4: unless you're your like no, it's the other
2: third. kid. It's yeah. the other kid. If- Sex offender.
1: Well, okay. Let's well, say your parents report the other kid. What are the other parents going to do? Report your kid for fucking their kid? Like, but if, if, you're, yeah.
4: if you're the younger one one, oh, Scott, for you. No, but that. But then you. It, it's not even the legal stuff. It's just. I mean, how many people in like their group of friends, like the parents, would want to be the person who reported one of the kids for being a sex offender when all the other parents know that this is something all the other kids are doing. Anyway, it's like it's like underage drinking.
0: I think you are exaggerating like the amount that's going on. I don't.
1: I don't know, dude. I disagree. I, I, have, I. You would think like at least half, and I think it is. I. I, I think it is at least half. I, uh, maybe at most, maybe at most half. I, I'm more. just
4: saying, there's no way that hormonal teenagers are not going to flock to an app where they can meet other hormonal teenagers. And then that, maybe that's different too because to be fair, in high school, you know most of the people in your class. Yeah. So that so that's different where it's like if you guys are hooking up or going out or whatever, people are going to know. But Tinder makes it way more discreet where it's not like other messaging apps necessarily where you can go on a Tinder date.
0: And there's and also the difference if you, if you need a vehicle most of the time.
4: Yeah. But a high lot of school, high
0: schoolers do have them, but just as many don't.
4: Yeah, that's fair. I, I guess like I just think it's interesting – I don't know. I'm interested to see in the next, like, 10 years, like, how the youth culture, in terms of its, like, bedrock values, kind of, like, starts to shift. Because if they're already joking in that way about, like, sex versus premarital sex, which is something you would not have seen five years ago at all. um, I mean,
1: then again, like, a thing with the next generation below us, uh, their humor-wise is way more ironic than ours is yes um we we, yeah. we like, like we're we like irony but we're not as into it as the next well, generation
4: is that's it's partially our generation's fault because like the kids who are like let's say five years younger than us the ones who are high school like we're not too separate from them is that we're probably the same generation we're just different subsets
1: um, you know, but, i was more so speaking like my nieces and nephews i know, oh, you know yeah. like well, my one niece is only five, six, six years younger than me, so I wasn't including her. But like the ones that are ten years or more younger than me, that, that's who I was thinking of. Like the irony that they they seem to enjoy, at least middle schoolers, I should say. Yeah, I'm, I
2: think I think they got the like end of the world sort of cynicism a lot earlier than we just. Yeah. Yeah. Us as a generation, we're like, oh, yeah, oh, global warming. And they just like grew up with that. And they were like, you know, three, four, five. They're like, oh, we might not have this in, you know, 10 years instead of what we had, which was like
0: 30 years, right? I mean, speaking of 10 years, I was told this morning that apparently 2030 is the cutoff for the point of no return. Yeah. But said since 2008.
4: Yeah. I. What is terrifying to me, actually, about the new generation, the younger one that is coming up, and I got a little taste of this. I was—I got a haircut last weekend or last week. And the guy cutting your
0: hair was 15?
4: No, <clears throat> no, no, no. This is this is actually kind of terrifying, and this is a true story. So I was sitting well, – I, I was waiting for my story. haircut. It's not a fake story. This is, it is absolutely 100% real. I was sitting in the chair, like, waiting – Uh, to get my hair cut in the line and stuff like that. And in the chair, um, in the barber's chair, the barber was cutting this little kid's hair. And he was maybe like six or seven, maybe, um, maybe five. And um, sitting in the row of chairs next to me was his mother, his grandmother, and his brother. I think his, his younger, it looked like his younger brother, so he was probably like a year younger than him maybe. And it looked like the younger brother had already gotten a haircut. And this little kid who was in the barber's chair was like whining he was like groaning and like whining like he was like physically in pain and it was because um the the mom to the grandmother was like oh you should do this and that and the the kid who was in the barber's chair had this phone in his hand and he was like clutching it to his chest like he was terrified someone was going to take it away from him and the mom was saying to him like um the kid's name was actually james he was like uh the mom was like James, like you got it, you got you have to give Grandma her phone, or else she won't be able to unlock it. You won't be able to watch what you want to watch. And he was he was not letting it go. He was like clutching it to his chest. The barber was still trying to cut his hair. And he wasn't giving up like um, so eventually the grandmother makes her way over the chair and she's maybe like in her mid 60s, early 70s. And she's like, I-, I can I can unlock it for you. And the kid like looks at her and he's he shakes his head and she's like, I can do it. And he gives it to her. And it's like he's giving her a gift like it's like it's his like he sees it as his. But it's her phone.
0: I feel like and that's just she, bad
4: parenting at that point, though. But well, just wait. She she unlocks it for him, and then um, like because he must have been watching some show on Netflix or YouTube or whatever. And she starts to walk away, and as the barter the barber goes to cut his hair, and he starts whining again. He starts groaning, and the mom says, "Um, oh, can you not? Can you not see your show?" And the little kid is like, "Yeah, I can't see. I can't hold it and get a haircut at the same time." And the mom says do you want grandma to hold the phone for you while you get a haircut? And the kid, like, he's got this, like, pouty, angry look on his face. And, and like, like, this was a reasonable conclusion. Like, this should have been their idea from the whole start. And he was like, yeah, I need someone to hold the phone for me. And the grandma, like, hobbles over to the chair. And for the next 10 minutes, for the rest of the kid's haircut, holds the phone for him. And immediately when the when the when the video he was watching comes up, his attitude is like it's like changed. He's he's in it, he's watching the video, he's like giggling and laughing and stuff like that. And the grandma just has to stand there. She's a fucking TV stand for this like six-year-old kid. Jesus Christ. And, and what made it even worse was like when the kid got done with his haircut, he gets off and they start like putting on their coats because it's cold outside. It was like almost December. So the mom is talking to the younger brother and she's like, Thomas, like you gotta put your coat on. And the little kid that the, his younger brother has, I'm assuming her phone right in front of him. And he's holding it like couple, like maybe half a foot from his face, not even. And he's just staring at it. He's not even acknowledging her. So she has to put his coat on for him while he is watching this like video. And then the family, they like walk out. Both the kids are glued to the phones, to the screens. And when the older brother had the phone taken away from him, he started to like whine and moan and stuff like that. And the mom was like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. Uh, we're just gonna put your coat on and then you can watch Dora in the car. We can watch Dora in the car. And the little kid was like, okay. And he immediately, he like, without even listening to his mom, cause she was like, you gotta stay by us. Like we gotta all walk out together. The kid just walks out the door and walks out the, the first door from the actual barbershop and then goes down the hallway and walks out the second door to the actual street and is just, like, standing out there, just waiting. Not waiting for his mom. Waiting for the opportunity to watch, like, Dora in the car. Like, I, I the saw the – parenting
0: issue at that point, though. I don't think that's generational. I, but the thing is,
4: I remember I when think he was, it's
2: the generation of per- parents, like, yeah, their issue.
4: It's so –
2: There's a lot of parents so, like that.
4: It's so scary. I remember when I used to work in Old Navy, I'd see parents wheel in their kids in strollers, and the kids would just have an iPad right in front of their fucking faces. And there have been like psychological studies done, and the the fear is that these kids are gonna start associating like essentially Apple product or whatever screen they're watching. They're gonna That's associate <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're gonna start it, not just happiness, but the comfort of a parent. Those screens mm-hmm. become a a third and yet more important parent that supersedes their own. They see those screens psychologically and subconsciously as like... I mean, they're dopamine IV drips. Yeah, that's a perfect perfect way to say it. It's fucking terrifying. And I'm not saying like, oh, the new... So the Illuminati
0: has created all of these magical, wonderful technological devices and (laughs) the megachurches to control the pop stars and will shift society back to a more conservative standpoint is what we've concluded here today. I think, not,
2: that's, I think that's a good thing to take away for.
4: I mean, it's the something not the Illuminati, RJ. There is one group. It's, it's the Jews. <laughs> the Jews. Um,
3: why um, why would the would you say that?
4: <laughs> Better Buddies really does not
1: support Jews. that
0: viewpoint. I,
1: I think the church just wants your money and <laughs> are, like, trying to get in on like, that church money. Um, have you... Have you the views the guests anything?
4: do not reflect
0: the views of the podcast. <laughs>
4: I I know that was really long-winded, but have you guys seen anything like that? Like, not even recently, but Um, just in your memories.
0: Literally,
2: my siblings.
0: My siblings a little bit, but my parents were better about, like, not just shoving screens in front of them to shut them up. It's more of the, like, just they're more readily inclined to plop down in front of a screen when it's available, Mm -hmm. but they don't.
4: I mean, we were too, though. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like we were absent of screens, but... The thing is, and I've talked about this with my siblings. Like, for instance, when I was younger, like let's say fifteen, you know, 10, 12 years ago, what I the screen I was on the most was my Nintendo DS. Yeah. And granted, I would play solo games like Pokemon or um, Pokemon. whatever. But yeah. But most of the time, if I was around other kids, like we'd all ask, like, oh, let's let's link up, let's play a game together. But now, like phones and stuff like that is such a solitary experience and such a solitary activity that it's it's just weird because like like don't get me wrong like when i was like younger like when we go on those ski trips up north like my cousins and i my siblings we'd all bring our ds's to dinner because it's like they'd play together we'd all play together but now i see kids who are just they're all on their own devices and i know they're not fucking playing i mean maybe they are maybe Hmm. like i don't I don't know any games that like on. I think that's phone. just a case by case basis. Yeah, I,
1: I don't know. Um, all I know is that I had something to say about like the whole like gaming sphere when I was younger. Type. Yeah. Um, can't remember. I don't know. Like with 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 that in mind, though, definitely like I remember when I was young. And oh, I think that started with our generation though. That other views you're talking about talking, texting, in the same room as that person. A lot of people in our generation do that really so, did that. yeah uh, people like will like i I've seen it and maybe it's just a generation above us but like there's like someone can be in the same room as you back and forth they don't talk
0: I would only do that if I was like in a, at a party or something or in a room full of other people and it was a private conversation it just wouldn't occur to me to do it otherwise
4: yeah i think like i mean i know like for instance the views i'm expressing i'm sure that people like a generation above us have expressed at the same time like i'm not i'm not trying to be like a fire and brimstone like it's the end of the world it's just seeing how bad it can get is definitely no
1: scary knowledge is an issue that we don't know how to handle because of how fast it's growing and how quickly it's growing I almost the VR becomes like oh like a hundred percent real, and then kids get sucked into that, and then you're gonna have trouble. Like this ready is actually gonna one. happen. Like it's yeah, not gonna man. be Ready Player One. It's gonna something way more worse than that, where people kids have trouble defining what reality is. Is it inside this headset or like nano machine that is got injected in your brain, or,
4: or well, is it just like Because Are we because of <laughs> Because, no, this is a, if, if, this is sort of online. No, this is real life. Be, because of oh, every yeah. like, if every good feeling you've had from when you were younger came from like, or most of them came from a tablet or a phone or whatever. I mean, I don't know that. Like, how can you like, how can you ever view your life without it? You know, I mean, we have a whole generation of kids who are growing up with like. I think the differences yeah. with our generation is like those technologies were accessories they were not our life because there was like other than xbox live other than playing online multiplayer linking up with your ds um there wasn't really a way to engage with your peers um other than like face-to-face contact like when you see them in school because like not everybody played xbox live not everybody had a ds but now most people phones most kids have phones so now more and more of their like real life is being almost ported over to like toys as group well chats and yeah In the last yeah. year
0: lego put out a new series of sets that are app enabled where if you build it a specific way it will check the image and then will activate stuff on the phone because you have it built a specific way which i well, thought was gonna they, be a fad but now i'm afraid no
1: do i mean like, that will be a fad.
0: I, I, so. I, mm, I don't think so.
2: I, I think, think that's it... just generally how things are going. Like, that's what they're doing to basically stay relevant for the next generation, right? Because they, um, they know that these kids are growing up with screens in their faces. And they know that Legos aren't going to interest them if there's not a screen attached in some way. And that's sounds to say-
4: and that's not to say, too, that like kids aren't still going to get the same enjoyment out of like building a Lego set. But I, I agree with what Matt's saying where it's like it's definitely going to be an added bonus and almost like maybe the deciding factor into whether or not they purchase something. Whether it has like in-app connectivity or some availability online, which if that's how things if that's how things are going, like, you know,
2: you can't really take the Lego part of it. With you everywhere you go, but you have your phone everywhere. Yeah. So, so if you have your some sort of Lego app on your phone, like, I think the more likely you are to, like, when you get home, play with those Legos or want more yeah. Legos.
4: Well, maybe, like, maybe that's going to engender, maybe we're just part of the last generation who doesn't see the full value of like online connectivity. I mean, people put estimates that. <sighs> there was that company like a year ago that uh in wisconsin that offered uh microchip implants in it's in its employees for uh like identification yeah i'm not doing that no but that seems really weird to but it would seem really weird someone 50 years ago to be like why would i need a phone on me at all times there's one at every street corner i don't need a phone well i have one in my house like i i just need one and some people think that within the next like half a century that the stigma around microchips maybe even less than half a century is gonna disappear because we're gonna have a group of people who are like well yeah i want to be connected all the time like why wouldn't i want to be
0: because then they'll hack your brain and make you forget stuff sam you'll be a drone
4: most people i'm not getting a fucking microchip in me fuck that if that's the thing that makes an old man like, Old man, the yells like, gener- cloud. Yeah. <laughs> to the younger generations, I, I don't I don't care. Like, I am not putting anything electronic into my body. Eh. And if I am, I'm going to get paid a lot of money for it. It better be for, like, an ad or something like that. It better – I just don't I, want like, it
0: to control my, like, systems. Like, give me a
4: robo arm, sure, but don't, like, stick it in my brain. But that's, like – that's the scary thing is, like – they already put shit in, in all of our phones that or computers or whatever that we don't know about and that we've only found out about like five years. So what the fuck are they putting in those microchips that they're not telling people about? You know, probably I mean? more microchips. Like, micro microchips.
1: Micro Micro-on-micro on micro on microchips.
4: They're PIM chips.
0: Doritos.
1: <laughs> Dude Doritos, uh, Did you <laughs> see that they removed like the Doritos was- talk?
0: Correction. They removed all but the original Doritos Locos Taco. uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Cool Ranch? You can't get the Cool Ranch one Like, what the hell?
0: They removed a bunch of their, like, lower-selling items.
4: But they
0: have the customization kiosks, which are godsend.
4: It's it's a marketing tactic. They're going to bring that back in, like, three years, and that thing that wasn't selling as well is going to sell, like, hotcakes for, like, a year, and then they're going to take it away again. It's the same reason— Somebody
2: say Szechuan sauce— (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: <don't> know. Know. <laughs> have, have any of you guys seen the new nope. season of rick and morty I no know. i have no, not i
0: watched maybe it's half actually of the first episode it was okay i totally forgot it was out to be honest
1: to, to, i haven't even seen the second season so
4: oh the second the second the first and second season i i like him quite a bit there's some good episodes in the third season but i think the fucking fan base ruined I mean that's not a hot take. That's no, not a yeah, that's thought. Real unique
0: people. of you, James.
4: Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I, like, I are. Have you guys ever run into someone like who, unironically, thinks that like Rick and Morty is a very like deep, like you, you need to be very intelligent to understand it. No. Like, That copypasta? pasta. Like, no, all no, my man.
0: friends make fun of those people.
2: I've never no. run into
0: anyone who genuinely believes that.
4: I wonder if that was like just like a figment of the imagination of the internet then no it was probably more that same
0: thing of like there's one or two people who believe and say that and everybody jumped on it and word spread like wildfire
4: yeah that's fair it was a very popular copy pasta for like a year yeah
2: it's still it's still pretty popular honestly
4: the copy pasta
2: yep Mm -hmm. i've seen it all over the place Like, even now. Well,
4: to be fair, they're
0: they're in the middle of their third season or whatever.
4: It's good fucking promotion.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's about time. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you for joining again. We hit five Mm -hmm. people for episode five. Hopefully, uh, we'll hit two people for episode 30 and then just me alone for episode 100. That's that's how it has to be. It has
1: to be like that.
0: Um. You can find us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter at Better Buddies. Um, we're on Gmail, betterbuddiescast.gmail.com.
1: Dot .gmail. dot
0: .gmail. You know, you'll get there eventually. If you manage to somehow f- – oh, that's my voice connectivity dying. If you somehow manage to find the podcast to listen to it, you probably know how to operate an email address. So, betterbuddiescast.gmail. Um, if you enjoyed the show, obviously, like do something to promote it because, you know – Let's be real, I've looked at the numbers. Numbers are actually pretty okay for being a nobody podcast in the middle of nowhere USA, and we have at least four interdimensional listeners because they're from other that's not on the planet you of Earth.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. Heck yeah, oh. that's me. I'm
0: mm-hmm. I'm
1: not I'm not from Earth. There's two of your listeners right there. That's, so, that's...
0: Well could you get the other two together and like talk about it? <laughs>
2: Calvin's
0: right over there. Yeah. Oh, and then James is uh, right here. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it's all of us. <laughs> so I'm here. recording an uh, interdimensional well. podcast, apparently. That's cool. That's interdimensional how to connect to the movie podcast. I
1: just, I just traveled through dimensions. Don't worry about it.
0: All yeah. right. So yeah, find us on the social medias. Um, give us some ratings on Spotify and iTunes and tell your friends about us. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for the use of their song Living in the Moment off the album Crossing off Yesterday. Go check them out. And uh, gentlemen, until next time, be a better buddy.